0: Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to The Movie Newbie. My name's Jibril Asahemi, and I am The Newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer,
1: fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight.
2: Raphael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So, yeah, enjoy the show.
0: Yo, what's up? And We are back again with another episode of The Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jibril Asahemi, and this is episode 84. As usual, I am joined by Raf... And Ollie, how about y'all say hello, please? Yo, yo, yo! Bonjour. Nice, easy, fast, simple. Yeah, get to it. Yeah, so we're doing the first movie off of your theme. How about you take it away, Mister Raph?
2: I'll take the reins from here. Yo, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's his line. <laughs> Shit, damn it! I fucked up already. Um, yeah. As I said in the bonus ode, I will be going through my theme, which is called Keep Rolling. And we're going to start off with Rope, 1948 Rope, Alfred Hitchcock's experimental masterpiece, also his second limited setting. Uh film based on uh the play of the same name and inspired by the real life murder of fourteen year old Bobby Franks in nineteen twenty four by students Nathan Leopold and Richard Loeb, which you spotted out when we watched it together yesterday yeah very yes nice I did. I did like some deep, deep research on that um on that murder case because it's fascinating um but yeah, I wanted to see what your first opinions uh were initial thoughts on rope
0: real First thing was like Ben Affleck is old as fuck man <laughs> That dude looks like Ben Affleck <laughs> man does, right? Oh yeah I could yeah. not stop Pancake, seeing Ben pa- Affleck
1: Pancake head <laughs> Like
0: in South Park <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, mean, you mean Brandon right
2: John Dahl
0: Yeah Brandon Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And then uh, Yeah so that was the first thing And it was just so hard To get that out of my mind But um, The first thing was like Okay there was two There was two things First, like, the, the camera movements, like, the way the... So, I did a little bit of research on, like, the set and how it worked. And they had, like, I don't know how many people moving the walls and moving things to make, around. To make room for the camera equipment, yeah. So, I thought all of that was really interesting, like, how the camera movements was going on. And then the second, uh, yeah, the other thing that I wanted to say was um, a lot of, like, homosexual, gay yeah. energy. Um, See, so- and, i I also did uh, some research into that, and apparently, like a lot of the actors and stuff were like in the closet at the time, and they basically wrote this movie to be um to go underneath the the radar of like the censorship people the Hayescock yeah that yeah, so like certain things that they had to change, but like also trying to make it obvious that they were like romantically involved or something. I don't know, but I thought it was just a really nuanced um,
2: movie. Yeah, yeah. A very nuanced film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very uh, in the very in, in the subtext, yeah. you know. Mm, and I yeah. think that's the first mm. thing you pointed out as well is that kind of uh, homosexual undertone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is very apparent now that we see yeah. it through, I think, our contemporary eyes. But yeah. back then, yeah, who, who really... I'll try and were.
0: find the video that I watched on YouTube. I'll put it in the show notes as nice. well. It was really, really interesting. Well, I think the, um, in the original play that this was based on
1: based mm-hmm. on the um those two characters Brandon and Philip were actually like explicitly gay or right, right. queer or homosexual um so they, they were had to, like <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah long time com- companions as they used to say but yeah. um they uh yeah so they obviously tried to ha- they had to make what was text subtext to get past the censorship at the time right um but yeah, that struck me initially. I think me and Raph watched this together. So just to uh, lay some context, I, I've never seen this film before. It's always been on my watch list. Um, I wanted to get around to it at some point since I really love Hitchcock and I wanted to see all of his yeah. you know greatest pieces of work. Um, but I hadn't seen it before, so I was really excited when you suggested this. Me and Raf actually ended up watching it uh, together yesterday just because we'd been hanging out. So he came over to mine. We just chilled out and watched it. And yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was really, really good. Um I I think I'd always known that it was an important piece of it was a it was an important entry in Hitchcock's canon for sure and an important piece in sort of the his history of progressive filmmaking but I I think it had always a um, it had, I thought it always had a reputation of being somewhat awkward or not entirely mm. successful and I. Th- so I was surprised that I thought it just really, really worked not just in terms of the technical achievement which I did think was fantastic and and light years ahead of its time but I also think that the storytelling was really good the script was really good the acting was really good and the queer subtext which again like within two minutes I was like are these guys fucking? Like I yeah. thought that was really fascinating and looking yeah. at this story as a metaphor for what it's for what it must have been like to have to be in a, a queer relationship at the time. Yeah. Um. I thought it was really fascinating. Um, so yeah, I, I I loved it. But yeah. what about you, Ref?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you pointed out uh, how progressive this film is, and I think yeah, that sums it up right there. Uh, and that's why I think it's it's really a masterpiece um, because it just it's it's light years ahead of uh, of what it was trying to do. You know, it's audacious. It's it's daring. It's it's almost kind of dangerous, not just in its narrative, but also um, in its in, content. Its, in its content and 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 technicality it it tries to do something different not just different but uh, like like brave and like daring and and, and that's mm. that's what um i feel like gives this film uh, such a, a timelessness to it such a it's so indelible because of the fact that it did something different at that time. Um, so looking at it now, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reminded by its genius really. And it's Alfred, you know, it's Alfred Hitchcock. So he knows, Master the, suspense. yeah, the, 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 he he knows what to do. It's theatrical, which I love. um, it's it's kind of the composition, the choreography, the staging, yeah. all of it uh, gives it this like immersive experience. But also as a story, like uh, as a as a story, it's very engrossing. Yeah, right? yeah.
1: I, I would say this though. I think as a murder mystery, quote unquote murder mystery, I don't think it's quite as successful as it as it is on the other levels. But I loved what it was doing yeah. with the characters. Well,
0: because it's not like a who did it kind of not, thing. Not yeah. really, not yeah. really.
1: But it's more like a what. Are they going like to find ha- out? How How did him? Yeah. Like, yeah. So you, <laughs> how you know them? what happened and you're trying to figure out and you're watching someone else trying to figure out what you already know. Um, it's w- pathetic fallacy. It's like, you know, what the audience is aware of. Um,
0: well, before we move on to favorite scene or favorite performance, whichever we do first this time, uh, <laughs> um, I actually just wanted to add, uh, and it's a bit of a callback to when we did re- Rear Window as well. And Ayo. I remember... Yeah. Um, being super One of our first episodes. Oh, our second, yeah. Wow. Our second Throwback. episode. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to... I remember saying specifically in that episode that I loved the way that outside of the window, how life was going on was yeah. amazing. And in this movie, the way the lighting affected the mood in the room just changed everything. From... You know, like, a bright day, it's going to be a party, and then as soon as the thing goes away, like, it starts getting more tense, dark, you see lights flashing on their eyes, like, it was incredible, so, yeah, maybe we can, I I just wanted to add that.
1: No, absolutely, and just before we get to the questions again, I I, I love that, too, I I thought it was so cool how um, I mentioned this to Raf when we were watching it together last night. Um, I love how Hitchcock was constantly trying to challenge himself mm-hmm. in ways that weren't even necessary. Like, to do this whole thing where you compose a film from 10 minute long takes was would already have been really hard enough at the time. But he's like, no, what we're going to do is even harder. We're going to set this film in a, um, in a location where there's a large window open overlooking the entire city and mm-hmm. it's going to be at evening time as well. So you're going to require the background to change at least eight, I think it was like eight different times it changes and you're going to have to constantly adjust the lighting and use that to ratchet up the tension in a way. And I thought that was so cool. And, and as a gambit, it completely worked. And that cyclorama, that's what I learned it was called by the way, those, right. those sort of painted backdrops, yeah. was so cool because it was like three-dimensional. They had like smoke yeah. coming out yeah. of chimneys in the distance. Yeah. The, the
2: clouds were changing shape, it was incredible. I mean, that's special effects right there, guys. Yeah. It was the
1: biggest
0: cyclorama ever created for a studio lot, apparently. Oh, wow. that's what i That's what I read anyway. <laughs> it just have uh, have you, have you, you guys have both seen babylon right yeah yeah yeah, yeah you, you know yeah. that scene where the sound guys like shut the fuck up ah! yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah i yeah. can
0: imagine like on this set like the sound there was bits of it where it was just so silent that all- i cuz i was, we i asked Raph this question
1: i was like do you think they adr or dubbed the dialogue for all of this film um and he was like no it doesn't seem that way and it doesn't look yeah. like awkwardly well, dubbed thing but it doesn't it must it would have had to have been at certain points and how else could they have been able to move the, the camera the sound
2: around? man and camera operators kept the camera and microphones in constant motion. Yeah, yeah. Which damn. is also how they were able to capture the sound. Wow. Basically, it was the first like sense of, of boom operators, is damn. is it that came from this film. Incredible. Because before it was just standing still, kind of microphones, yeah. right? You've you you done, right? you yeah. done it again. <laughs> yeah. God,
1: God damn it. Also uh, a really complicated figure if you look at his personal life. So yeah. just wanted to put that out yeah, there. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Not,
1: you know, condoning any of
2: that. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so favorite. I think we'll go with favorite performance first, because I think it's uh that's 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 what I want. All right. That's what I want, guys. Let's do it. Okay, it's my goddamn theme. <laughs> goddamn time. Um but yeah, favorite performance. Um Ollie. Uh
1: I, I feel like we're probably gonna say the same answers. So I'm glad that you picked me first. I'm going with John Dole, who played Ben uh, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 1940s Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> um I just thought I just thought he was such a a wonderful surprise. Yeah. I don't know why I say surprise, but you know when you watch old movies and a lot of the actors you've never seen before because you know it's a different time period. And you, mm-hmm. see, the, you often there's a chance for great discoveries. Yeah, and I just thought his performance was just this wonderful, many layered thing. It was this. It yeah. was this. It, it it was um, it was camp. I'll say that first and foremost. Yeah. I think this film has been embraced. I think in some corners of the queer cinema community, but I loved how camp it was. I loved how serpentine it was. Mm. I loved how delightful and toying, but sinister at the same time it was. I, I loved what he was doing with his his eyes and with his lips, like the way he was delighting and not just. It's such a strange thing because he wanted to. He wanted to commit this murder, but he also wanted to openly flaunt. The body mm-hmm. in front of a party of people, including the father of the victim, and he's pushing the, his partner into it as well. He's mm-hmm. delighting in his discomfort and making him yeah. feel at ease. It's a really, really dense character, and I loved what John Doll brought to the table there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my choice.
2: Yeah, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. I really f- and such a uh, short-lived career. It was quite uh, sad. I was reading yeah. up about
1: him too. It it, it you know it didn't really pan out for him in the end and. I yeah. Think well, by, by by all accounts, he was gay himself. And yeah.
0: So apparently, him and Farley Granger, who well, Farley yeah, Granger was uh, up, bisexual. Oh, okay. Uh, but very openly, so yeah, like, didn't have any qualms about it. But well, I guess during the time of this, like, it kind of had a bit of a. Negative impact on their career, especially uh, if maybe not so much if you were bisexual at the time. I'm not exactly. But sure. he was. Um, I believe Farley um, Granger was in a relationship with the uh, oh, screenwriter. He in, oh, he was in a relationship with the screenwriter. Yeah, they didn't, right. they didn't stay together very long, but yes. they were involved yes, with yes, one yes, another. Yes. Okay, I confused the two. Um, well, I was gonna go with Farley Granger. Like yeah. I thought his um performance was excellent, um, and his piano playing. I don't know if it was real or not, but it looked it looks, very real. Yeah, yeah, I think I it think looked It looked very, plenty, very real. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I always, like, pick up on. Um,
2: oh, you music man. Oh, you... no, yeah, that's me. Oh, you and your music. <laughs> rippity
0: <Rippity-dippity-doo. laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, just, like, his, um, his range of emotion um, and just showing, like, what it's like. I guess being the... Uh, what's what's the word the the sidekick you know yeah, and like yeah. when you commit a crime the one that doesn't want to do it and i think he did it perfectly yeah. well the one has
2: more emotion behind it the yeah. one more frailty more vulnerability yeah. like yeah. i see myself in that
0: character more like if i'm a like, oh, fucking yeah. yeah. but i'm going to get found yeah. out and
2: yeah, yeah.
0: No, but also had really. like a dark side that yeah. we didn't really get to see all of
2: because he yeah. had that
1: story with the chicken strangling. Yeah. And you know yeah. that he has this within him. He obviously was a willing participant, but he's more afraid of the repercussions of being he's caught more out. in denial, I think. More in denial, which again brings the queer subtext, yeah. I think, to the fore here.
0: And then it also, uh, just to go above that, it, like, you know, that whole idea of superiority um, that the, they were the talking...
2: Superman theory? Uber yeah. Ubermensch. Uh, uh, yeah, the Ubermensch. Yeah. The, the, the Uber Nietzsche. Nietzsche, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, how he was showing that he isn't one right while Brendan was like striving to be uh yeah the the Ubermensch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um also strange that this was such so, like i'm the topic of this right after World War two is um
2: yeah sure no it's really seriously some like outstanding and complicated and complex themes mm. uh, throughout this this film, um including yeah nietzsche's theories um I will go for the um one of the finest, one of London's finest tragedians, um, Constant Collier. Uh She, I thought, was uh, absolutely brilliant. She played um, <laughs> Miss uh, Atwater. Yeah, yeah, uh, Miss Atwater. Miss Atwater. Uh, Miss Atwater. I thought she was just fantastic.
1: Is she the um, <laughs> the woman who rattles on about the something. Yeah, the yeah, somewhere.
0: something somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Sister in law, right? Uh, uh, it was the because his wife was ill. David's dad's wife was ill, right? So that was yeah, I think his so. sister-in-law. I yes. believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I just thought she brought so much um, comedy and levity, but also like brought that like thespian, you know, essence. To... Is, she,
1: is she a British actor? Then? Oh yeah,
2: she's uh, one of you know a very right. famous tragedian, and she's uh, was in Broadway and and in the West End for uh, the first part of the nineteen. Was there 17th. anything? Well,
1: uh, were there any other? Um, was there anything we'd know her from?
2: <laughs> uh, I, sh- the Dark Corner. Uh, or a Demsland distress, maybe not that one, uh, Whirlpool. Uh, so no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, just name. But like uh, a, a huge thespian, um, a huge um, actress in, uh, a huge stage actress, a uh, huge stage presence. Um, and you can kind of tell that in this movie, she brought that kind of like, i don't know she just like the way she was articulative the way she was announcing she was on
0: another level like yeah, yeah, yeah. There was was, like, yeah she was playing yeah
2: yeah, yeah yeah yeah. which is like i feel like that fit her yeah. character and that fit um some of her moments um so i'll give it to the but also obviously like i also want to give a shout out doll uh john Dahl. he was i thought like i i've only seen this movie uh like a movie. <laughs> 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 I knew you going to make that reference. Come on. It's like a movie. Uh, no, but I've only seen him in this movie and I just thought his utter brilliance like is 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 exceptional in this. And, and yeah, it's a shame that we didn't quite get to see him in, in a lot more. I think he was in Spartacus. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, he, he brings such a multi-layered performance.
0: Mm. Oh, the, the Kubrick film.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Spart- shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been meaning
0: that. to watch that. Oh, well, it's a classic. Another classic yeah. I Great love, dad I love, movie. I love, I love this, the whole story of Spartacus. So. Oh, you should. Yeah. yeah
2: there we go. Nice. Um, all right. Favorite scene, y'all? Uh, so
0: it'd be like a sequence, right? Yes. Yeah. This is all like one extended yeah. real time sequence. Which is the fun sequence.
2: part. Like, yeah, favorite sequence.
0: Yeah. Um, I think my favorite sequence was the moment. I think it's like the most tension built. Uh, the tension, the most tension-building yeah, sequence yeah, 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 yeah. was when um, the 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 maid, what's her name, uh, Mrs. Um,
2: uh, Wilson, Mrs. Kentley, no, Wilson. Oh,
0: Ms. oh Wilson, yeah, yeah, Mrs. Wilson. Um, uh, she comes in and she starts removing the things off yes. the box. Great. And then, yeah. oh, what a what a great scene! And yeah. it, I was like, oh my god, how's nobody? Why is this guy still talking? Like, yeah. come on, go go fix it! And then, right at the end, when yeah. she opens it up, then he's like. Ding! But so calmly, so right? calmly, Very yeah, like, so calmly. Um. um, he's a scary character. Yeah, really it's it's scary. Really Very. scary.
1: The way he toys with other people, not just obviously. Yeah, you know, um, the other people who didn't Very aren't calm. aware that he's killed this person, but the way yeah. he's like. Toying with his partner, then also toying with, with that Stewart. woman and her boy, her ex boyfriend. Yeah, by lying be a good about knowing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He
1: would make a he would Bond make a villain. fantastic yeah. Bond
0: villain. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. yeah, if we ever write a Bond movie, guys, yeah, <laughs> he would
2: be in our minds.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. Ollie, favorite sequence. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um,
1: my favorite scene or sequence is you mentioned the piano playing earlier, Jabril. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's when um, it's when Rupert Jimmy Stewart's character. Mm-hmm. Um, sits down or stands above uh, Philip while he's playing the piano and, like, interrogating and starts him. interrogating yeah. him with, while the metronome is ticking in the background. Mm. I just think that metronome, is, it's a classic Hitchcockian device but it really does add tension to the scene. And I just loved like, the idea of interrogating someone while they were playing an instrument. And I loved what the piano meant or for the character of Philip, as well, I think yeah. they reference at some point that he always plays better when he's nervous or he has like right. nervous energy to get out, right. so it's almost like his way of sort of drowning out the noise of 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 like the growing suspense or mm. terror or fear of being caught, but then also it's his way to sort of be free too. Mm. I just felt like there was a lot in there, and I thought that was a really clever yeah. interrogation scene, and it reminded me actually of a scene in The Talented Mr. Ripley. Have you guys both seen that? Yeah. No. Um, so, uh, g- well, great movie. We should do mm-hmm. it on this podcast at some point. But there's a scene where Matt Damon, who plays Tom Ripley, right, uh, who's also like guilty of crimes, right. is playing the piano and just sort of starts unburdening himself of his guilt mm. while playing the piano. And it's, yeah, it just reminded me of that. And also on a complete side note, we were talking about John Dole, but I actually think in another life he would have made an incredible Tom Ripley if he had been one of the... Early adaptations mm, absolutely. of the books. Um, right. Talking about that that sort of conflicted performance. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I, mm. wanted, I wanted to ask you, so during that scene where there's the metronome and he's playing the piano, uh, the metronome is actually off time or he's playing off time to the metronome. Do you uh, think that was a conscious choice to add tension? An offbeat, or, yeah. Uh, or do you think it was just something in the moment that happened? Uh, I mean, I think to the lay the person, they wouldn't
1: perhaps yeah. pick up on that but, but you, maybe it was maybe there's maybe it's to hard to who, play offbeat as right, a musician right maybe yeah. well it could just be that they that's how, how the audio was layered but mm. I think I think I would like to believe that that was on on, on purpose yeah. that that was that there was intention behind that because
0: mm. it was yeah uh, a really tense scene yeah, um, yeah.
2: So, it's, so that's the brilliance of like you know someone that's a master behind the camera yeah. to like pick up on all of that and make that part of the choices in the yeah. scene. It's uh, the
0: nuance for me. Yeah. yeah it's the yeah. nuance in this. And I guess it's because of the lack of technological ability, you notice the nuance a lot more. Sure, Like, yeah. while um, now, you see, everything's like CGI'd and shit. You don't really yeah. see the nuance yeah. as much anymore. Everything yeah. looks too perfect. There's something, yeah, there's absolutely. a practical element to, mm. to
2: these films. Um, uh, for me, because these, I think uh, these were honorable mentions of mine, actually. Um, and... Uh, I will go for something a little different. I think it's towards the beginning. Um, but it's when he puts the uh the the rope in the drawer. Uh there's like this beautiful panning shot that goes from the living room to the kitchen where we get to see uh Mrs. Wilson talk to. Talk to Brendan uh, as he's going inside the kitchen, and the door kind of flaps, and you see like. Moments. Oh yeah, that was so. That that oh,
1: yeah. that made me that like I, I'm gonna that almost made me come basically. <laughs> that was so good. Like, almost, so like in good. terms I of just totally like competence, right? I was like, did they just did they just get lucky or did they yeah. bloody? Because also this is like in the middle of like a ten minute. Yeah take like they probably have
2: oh, like a like a uh, oh, who, knows? who knows i don't know. yeah i don't know I, it's it's one of those things where like that's just like mastery right there yeah. but also like practice like, yeah yeah <laughs> in practice i don't know how many times they must have rehearsed but i'm, I'm I don't know. Um, but it's one of those things where I was like, man, that just worked perfectly. That's a 10 out of 10 right there. Um, and that was like kind of the first sequence mm. we were introduced. So to have that to set wow. up the whole thing, I it's...
0: totally forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, so, yeah. And yeah. that's
2: just the door flapping, right? It's like, yeah. oh my God, what the yeah. hell? And also,
1: what's important to note as well is that at the time, like film was really, really expensive. Yeah. yeah. So uh, every, every moment of the, the film running was like, hundreds of thousands money, of yeah. dollars. So there's a there's so much risk.
2: And also you only st- get you know. ten minutes. There's yeah. only ten minutes of film capacity for until like
1: yeah you can until the, it, it runs the, out. The runs out yeah. yeah.
2: So like or you know or some you know if there's a slight noise, if something falls, if like someone slips, there's all these like Things that could happen that could deter from the actual scene yeah. or where they would have to restart. Yeah, it's do like it that Babylon scene. Like, Yeah, yeah it, it's exactly yeah. like it. It's, Has
0: that ever happened to you? Like where you you guys try and try. Well, not because you don't have the same limitations. Yeah, Maybe weather or. I guess, yeah,
2: weather, being weather dependent is one thing. But also, like, I think for me, one of the things that like. Suddenly I thought we couldn't do this scene is when it started snowing in December when I did one of my films. Oh shit. Was we the, were a short film. Yeah, we were shooting outside yeah. and it was meant to just be like a calm, you know, um dusk kind of uh day. Yeah. Uh, and it was meant to be like a very simple scene with like few lighting stuff, um few lighting like, you know, uh, instruments all around and and it was supposed to be like a calm scene then it starts snowing out of nowhere. So we kind of use the elements and if if anything, it enhanced the film because it looks so beautiful now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Especially Uh, London-like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So it's one of those things where you you, you have to adapt. Yeah. So, but I think with this, there's only so much you can adapt because if you do miss your cue, if you do miss your line, or if you do, you know, overstep, you have to do it again.
0: Yeah, I I just, I I don't think think it's chance though with this. It just seemed too... Yeah, too well orchestrated. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, I don't, it's choreographed. It's planned. Yeah, it's orchestrated. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, Especially it, what you were saying with the cyclo, cyclorama, color, cyclorama, like with the attention to detail with like the chimney, like the smoke coming the out of the smoke, smoke. Yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's brilliant. It's mm. brilliant. It's just utter brilliance. Um, all right, favorite line, Mister Uh
1: I mean, there were quite a few that I wrote down, but I know which yeah. one I'm going to pick up with its. I, it's not like the most memorable line on its own, but I really love what it's but what it said about the characters. Sorry, said about the characters, um, and that is a line from Brandon, uh, mm-hmm. the character played by John Dole. He says early on, "It's the darkness that's got you down. Nobody really feels safe in the dark." And so this is when, just after they've strangled David, and Philip is freaking out and Brandon goes and yank's open the curtains uh, revealing that it's daylight outside mm. and they're in New York City mm-hmm. and um i think that what's great about that line is that i think it really provides an insight to the character of Brandon because i was thinking the whole time why is he doing this like why does he feel the necessity to not just murder somebody but go through the risk of actually h- holding the body in the center of a room during a party mm. and i think it's and i think if you think about the queer narrative too it really it, it really holds a lot of water, that um he, that's him. He doesn't feel safe in the dark. He has to be out in the open. And th- in this case, what's out in the open is his psychopathic tendencies or his homicidal tendencies. Like, he doesn't feel safe if it's hidden. So he has mm-hmm. to, in some way, expose it. Because mm-hmm. I think on some level, he wants to be caught. That's, mm-hmm. that's my take yeah. on the character anyway. So I thought that, was,
2: it was a yeah. throwaway
0: line, but I think it really, you know,
2: represents the character. Yeah. It spoke that, a lot about who he is. You're
0: exactly right. Like, He's, like, to be one of the ubermen show, to be one of that select few, you have to, your crime has to be found and, well, like, somebody has to find out about your crime. Or you you have to
1: be above repercussions or above reprimanding. You you can't be like any other, you know, um, pathetic, mortal, criminal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Joker. Yeah. Jabril, um, yeah. So for me, I'm gonna go with a line from Philip, and basically this happens. He's, he basically says, "You made me do it, and I hate you." And he says, "I hate the both of us." And basically, mm. it's like it, it's it's again the same conversation that, like, when I when I spoke about the performance is like his ability to feel more than Brendan yeah. on that certain situation, and then also battling with himself to figure out if he's actually part of it or trying to remove himself from it he still doesn't know and i think yeah uh it's too susceptible for such
2: things exactly eh? brendan would say he's too weak yeah 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 Yeah. um yeah i've got one it's a little sinister but it's from brendan uh he says i've always wished for more artistic talent well murder can be art too Mm -hmm. the power to kill can be just as satisfying as the power to create
1: Mm -hmm. yeah another great line
2: God damn! Yeah. God damn! Yeah, yeah, just yeah. got chills. Yeah, just got chills. Um, I got chills. Yeah, uh, again, like uh, a really I'm well.
1: Multiplying.
2: And I'm here. And I'm buying. Um, that's not the lyrics yeah no, I, I didn't know what song that is. <laughs> I was in my own world. I'm here.
1: Oh fuck. Um. Oh, right. Yeah, no,
2: it's just a really well written piece of. of of art, of work. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, That's I awesome. give a shout-out to the um, the playwright who yeah. wrote the original play, Patrick Hamilton. Mm. Patrick Hamilton, sorry. He wrote Gaslight, which is a very famous play that I've seen performed live, mm-hmm. which spurned the t- spawned the, the term Gaslight. And then also, he, he's a great novelist. He wrote uh, one of my favorite books, Hangover Square. Nice. Um, I'm not saying that he's responsible for a lot of these lines, but I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if some of them were taken straight from the text. Mm. Uh, oh, from um, what I
0: know, uh, like... They had to change a lot of the lines a little bit. Uh, yeah, okay. they were like, they need to make it, it more literary. Right. That was okay. like the the thing. Uh, Interesting. I'm, I'm gonna find this video that I watched. I'll put it in the show notes for for yeah. everyone. Um, but yeah, it was because they had to change it from British English to American English. To right, make it right, more, of course, yeah, of yeah, because yeah.
2: yeah, he's a British much. yeah writer. Next. Right mystery question no. oh wait no armchair. isn't it armchair moment oh, yeah, armchair Yay. armchair Yeah. aye Ellie This was on New York <laughs> <laughs> This one, on New York City. Um yeah armchair moment I mean good luck
1: uh, I I as I feel like I'm always like the, the bummer because I always come prepared no, with an armchair
0: no, moment. and
2: you, you just have well, more of a critical perception. I don't,
0: I don't always use it as like a way to improve it. I use yeah. it as like a what if as well. Sure, yeah. that's true, that's true. that's a it's really a nice way, way of looking it. at yeah. it. Yeah,
2: that's
1: a good way to do it. Um, but my my initial thought was just, I, I think the monologue at the end that Jimmy Stewart's character mm-hmm. Rupert gives, I just think it goes a little bit too far. I felt like that, I don't know what was the case behind the scenes, but it felt to me like that was the product of the Hays Code and of the censors and of what was was the prevailing social morality of the the time where he his character flips from being this sort of surly um, morally dangerous perhaps or morally you know potentially amoral professor who actually encouraged these boys into this line of thinking about murder and about he was the inspiration exactly and actually in the original text I think he was meant to be homosexual as well and they were also part of a triangle of sorts but anyway um i thought when he had that turn and he just gives this grandstanding speech about you know uh, about the sickness that exists within them and about the how it, how wrong it is to kill another man and about how he would never go that far it just it felt like too extreme of a 180 yeah and i felt like again it was just them playing into the prevailing social mores of the time and i yeah. felt like the 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 i wish that the film had stuck to its more darker nature um with that ending that said though the last shot of the film is
0: yeah. Oh yeah Incredible
1: With we the sirens them. in the background The lighting yeah. The sound
0: Totally Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But
1: that, Other than that I think it's yeah, Chef's kiss This whole film
2: I Yeah Now that you mention it To be honest um, The one thing that uh, Troubled me actually Was Jimmy Stewart And his performance Interesting Yeah, yeah I did not And it does I mean, Apparently he wasn't
0: First choice No he, either, w- yeah. he
2: wasn't I don't think he even liked He didn't like He didn't like this movie mm. Uh uh, and I think that's why like they Alfred Hitchcock ma- made sure that his salary uh, was nice and juicy which again like I was like fuck off man and then, I don't know for, for me like you can sense like a discomfort in his performance I yeah. I,
1: I, I thought that maybe it wasn't intentional maybe genuinely was, but sure. I thought it worked with the character up until the end up
2: until the end uh, I, yeah uh, that monologue was I think Uh, there was something inauthentic about it There's something like uncomfortable about it and I don't think that was part of the character because I think that's when he actually lashes out and finds his embodiment but like no it felt something very disembodied and Mm. and don't get me wrong I love Jimmy Stewart but like for me I don't think he belonged in this film
0: would you have do you have someone else in mind
2: yeah I wouldn't have a big shot I wouldn't have a Mm. big I wouldn't have like an A-lister I would give the opportunity to someone else I think having Jeremy Strong yeah, Very strong. Uh, yeah, fucking, you killed him, man. No uh, hater. No, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. no. but I would I give. Can't. I would give. No, no, the opportunity to to just to to someone who's who doesn't have those those. Because as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, this. It's you know. I, I I love when Jimmy Car. Sorry, Jimmy Carrot. <laughs> Jimmy Carrot. Oh my God! Jimmy Carrot. Um, uh, no, so Jimmy Carrega. <laughs> Jimmy, Carga.
1: Jimmy Carga. Um No, when um, Jimmy Stewart. Sorry, I love it when he appears in Hitchcock films because he usually plays. Um, he like subverts his type, which is like the all-American nice guy. Yeah. Um, and he plays like these somewhat dubious or um, uh, morally again, yeah, morally um, conflicted characters or slightly sinister. Mm. And I think he had that here. Um, I loved how uncomfortable his character was in the whole scenario. You could see that he wasn't someone who was used to socializing. Um, I mean, it 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 did feel a little bit awkward that he was suddenly slid into this like detective mode. It's like why is he being so nosy in the first place anyway and why are they so nervous around him? But uh, yeah, I thought he was great otherwise. I I really like him in those sort of roles like in... Um, Vertigo and in Rear Window.
2: It worked. Yeah, of course it works there. I just felt like for this piece, it's not, it was, it was not about him. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I I felt it was made, it was made about him when he's, when he entered, because I'm like, it's Jimmy Stewart. So now he's going to have a, a, you know, a a, a monologue that lasts, you know, five, 10 minutes. And it's like, just, is that because of the time? Is that because of his stature? Is that because, you know,
1: What, what are you trying to say wow. what, uh, what are you saying <laughs> god, here god
0: damn Go <laughs> Yo, knock your socks off if you don't look careful <laughs> um, yeah I found it hard to at least like do an armchair moment or anything um, for this one just because you like these golden age films, like, I, I do. I do like them. I do like, yeah. Them. I I do like like, them. yeah.
2: Um, we got to show you more. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. We got to take it back. You know, I like him. I do. I, I, I do. I like him. I do. I do. I like it. I really
0: like it's very it. Very nice. Yeah.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You, like like you sound like, yeah. I, yeah. like I like it. I yeah. like you. Sound like an early Adam Sandler. There. I like it. Oh yeah. I like. Oh yeah. I like these moving pictures. They're really good. Yeah. See, we're gonna make money, you and I. Um <laughs> yeah uh, it,
0: it was Great. the maybe the only thing was uh I, I mean I just cuz I'm a sound guy yeah and Sound could have been better sure. But like Obviously at that time It's uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just
0: picking it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. I really liked it Maybe there was a bit Where like You could see the cameraman Like walking Rather than <laughs> like uh, No
2: Or the cuts The cuts, the cuts. Me, me Some and, of the cuts uh, were
0: like Me and Oli did have a, lot, uh, yeah, a good
2: time yeah. That never, good old
1: classic Go into the back <laughs> into of someone's back. car Yeah <laughs> <laughs> they did that literally for every single yeah. cut. I'm like, come on, guys! There must be another yeah. way to like find some find uh, like <laughs> some all black part of the room yeah, or something. Yeah, or like a wall, or like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Or yeah. like
2: someone walking yeah. to yeah. like someone. Walking I think they did. The I just love the did. idea. The cameraman um,
1: was just there was
2: no
0: cuts there. The cameraman was just like, just like, but someone going, gun to- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it was. I think it was three times that it was a person, and once was the box. There was like a straight cut as well at one point where they was there. Yeah, they yeah they did they just did a, uh, an angle change
1: Yeah, um, they couldn't find someone's back I suppose yeah. <laughs> they're like searching the room for a back where's they're the like, back uh, and, they, and they ran out of time so like <laughs> <ran> <laughs> <out of> time. <laughs> oh shit
2: thanks to Matt Damon we ran out of time <laughs> I mean I
1: I, I was wondering like, if you don't have anything that you would change about this movie to improve upon it for armchair moment I mean maybe we can do this another time but I was thinking like, it'd be interesting to talk about like for these golden age films who would you cast them with if they were ma- being made
0: remade today, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe like a multiracial cl- cast of some sort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. That'd... Cool. Yeah. Well, what was your, what was your bonus question?
2: <laughs> was that the bonus question? <laughs> no, 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 oh. no, no. Um, I I had a couple of bonus questions. It's kind of hard to find a mystery question. Uh, because I the first one was uh, how mm. many times did you think they, they actually um, use these takes? Uh, but it's just like that's bleh. um The other one is a bit sinister and, you know, kind of weird. But it's like, where would you hide the murder weapon? Murder weapon. Oh, uh, the rope? Um, but I think... Are we going
0: to be- play like a game of Clue? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
2: just like, where are you going? Um, no, I think I want to do something else. I think if you were given kind of limited resources uh a budget you know you have your actors you have your story uh but you can only do it in one continuous take which limited setting would you choose by limited setting i mean like which kind of uh as 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 in this movie they only mm. use an apartment mm. which kind of limited setting would you use
1: um that's a good question. Maybe um like a moving vehicle like a like a train or mm. um or a plane.
2: Nice, yes. that'd be pretty cool actually. Because like a...
1: Like, a, like a you know like a uh, a vehicle a transport, yeah, um, mode of transportation. Sorry, usually has like you know an, an end destination. and Everyone's trapped in that space for a short amount of
0: time. Mm.
2: That's good. I don't think we've cool, ever. Real time. Yeah, that'd be really um,
0: cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of conceit. I'm 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 a, 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 along your lines, but I want to be like more specific. Either like an ambulance or a food truck.
2: Because I because they
0: have because they have loads of windows and like different entryways where you could f- take shots from. Because um, like yeah, if you just think of like the food truck and
1: yeah the, yeah, yeah, the
0: way it looks like you can fit a lot of people in there. You can
1: create a lot of. I'd love to see like what um, the, what the thriller would be like in the food truck. I can see the ambulance. Well, but there's the, that the food uh, truck.
0: What's that? Favreau movie, yeah, like yeah, chef. chef. But that's yeah. not exactly like yeah. it's not tennis. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I love
0: to like boiling point in in, in a oh, food yeah. truck. I mean, uh, freaking
2: the was it the bear? It's oh yeah, the bear. The first,
1: yeah, yeah, for
2: sure. It's, fir- that first episode yeah. is a uh, is yeah one long take. Yeah.
1: No, uh, it's not the first episode. Is
2: it, is it not? The, it's the second, like the
1: second to last episode? Oh. I think.
2: Is it? Yeah, is it really? Oh, anyways, well, but there is well, one. Of, point, boiling yeah, point? Boiling point? Yeah, boiling yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a fine yeah. example. But you can't really
1: move very much around in a food truck, right?
2: No, but it'd be a, vi- a very confined. It'd yeah, it'd be like, yeah, a, yeah. A, it, Just like a 360 camera like, uh, or something. Yeah, it, it'd feel like um, buried with uh, Ryan Yeah, Reynolds, yeah, know, yeah. Very yeah. confined, very tight space. That'd be yeah. quite claustrophobic. Because
0: if you're, if you're saying like limited budget, right? Yeah. Rather than having like a huge camera and things, I'd have like a GoPro and you could probably like pass it through to Cheaper, people. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Yeah. um do something like that. But what That's about you?
2: Really cool. yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. When I said limited budget, I was like kind of shot myself in the foot. So I'm going to stand that. You you're getting a budget. Uh but I like your creativity, guys. <laughs> uh, I would do it in a hospital. I would do like an operation uh, room or an ER yeah. type situation right. where it's just like kinetic intense. Like one
0: night like nightmare
2: shift yeah, like say there was like a like flood a nurse, or an explosion. and explosions so, you have that so they, like 24 beeping in the background. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but like focusing on on nurses. Focusing on like yeah. um, their their job and their um, their lives, yeah. their like daily twenty four hours. Not so much on the doctors mm. themselves, but the nurses. Um, so I think I'd be really first, like probably uncomfortable, but also yeah. like uh, mm. really um, a cr- great insight. I feel into like
0: garbage man would be good.
2: Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen a movie about a garbage man.
0: Is a garbage man still a good? Can you say garbage man? <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know. So I don't know. I, I, so, yeah, I don't know, know, yeah, know
1: what the no, right no. nomenclature is. I I, maybe like rubbish pickup. Rubbish pickup. crew. Rub- crew yeah. I don't know if yeah. that's the right term though. There's yeah. like too many words. though.
2: Yeah. But um, yeah, something. I don't know. Something. Waste management. Waste management. Waste management. <laughs> <laughs> that's what thing that gangsters say when they're yeah. asked what they do. Yeah, waste management. Yeah, <laughs> he's a part of the waste management. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, a hospital would be a very um, mm. electrifying kind of experience. So. Let's manifest. Let's make these movies, guys. Just, get uh, writing. Let's uh, get do it. writing. Uh, right. On to the ratings, I mm. guess. What's up? What are we doing here, guys? Uh, are we all, are we, I, am I sensing, are we, oh, I don't know, is it going to be a, no? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I might have to,
1: like, <sighs> I might have to um, pop that balloon right now. Yeah. Um, I love this movie. It was really, really good, but I'm going to give it um, a nine out of 10. Monogrammed silver cigarette cases. Nice. Ooh. Oh, man, that, meant,
2: that made me want to smoke so bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, was it Rupert's huge one? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: It was oh, like an man.
0: A5 size. Um, <laughs> yeah. He had like an iPad in his pocket. Yeah. iPad of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah,
2: his cigre- his cigarettes you, are like... Do
0: you guys remember when like the iPhone case came out? They had like random apps where it's like a lighter. Yeah. Or a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Or the beer. Yeah, the beer. Or the um, like a, like a birthday... Cake with candles uh, that you yeah, blow out. Yeah, uh, but that yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with Ollie on this one, and I'm gonna yep. go. Well, I'm gonna give a little bit more. A nine point five um, metronomes. Hot. Yeah, yeah. nine point five metronomes. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't perfect for me. No. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, put yeah. rear window up there. Up there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think you gave rear window a ten. I think you? I did. Rear yeah. window.
0: And if I didn't, I'm giving it a ten now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you heard it
0: here first. Ten out of ten binoculars. Uh, Retrospective <laughs> yeah. You like when Pitchfork Decided they fucked up On their original review Oh uh, yeah Like
1: yeah. with the Andrew WK's album mm. Actually this is a 10 Not a 2
2: I'm gonna give it A 9.8 Ropes Use the classic uh, Murder weapon uh, Out of 10 Yeah, mm. 9.8 Ropes out of 10 Nice Well On that note All We're right, gonna finish kids. it
0: here Before we forget At the end of this month On the 30th We have Temps Rising Coming up And as usual, we're going to have the link down below or wherever you find our comments. And speaking of comments, can you leave some for us on our social media? Give us a five-star ratings. You know what to do. Uh, Share, subscribe, like. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your friends. And yeah, ciao ciao for now. Next movie is Children of Men. Bye-bye.